Okay, hi guys, welcome to our very first episode of Zime and Co. So this evening I kind of hijacked my mom into doing this episode with me. But I was just explaining to her right now that I felt it was very appropriate for me to have her on my first episode because she's the very first person I ever knew in my life. And so we've traveled my journey together and she's seen me grow from an infant all the way into a woman. So, hi mom. I'm Jan Mama. I'm fine, thank you. Okay, so, Mama, like I was saying, you're the very first person I ever knew, and I think, um, and like other people, you know parts of me that they don't know, and also probably um, things about myself that I'm not aware of. So can you tell me like what your first, let's say not even first, like your favorite memory um, of you and I together? Well, well, the very first memory was when I awoke from my anesthetic and my baby And I also know, but Mama, you had difficulty having kids. So I think, like, through, throughout the years, like, as I've turned into a woman, you and I have become very, very close. And you have shared some of your um, stories with me. Obviously, I'm not going to go into detail, but I think having known you, like, I, um, I see you as a person. Like, I try not to just look at you and be like, no, she's my mom, so she has to be like this and this and this. I also try to see you as an individual, but of course, I'll always be like a kid to you, and you'll always be my mom. Um, one of my favorite memories of you was uh, we had just moved into this house. We've been living in this house for, what, over 25 years now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the house was still new then. We had it was um we had moved from Bongweni. We we rented like two other places, but this was this is the house where I have the most memories. So my mom, guys, is somebody who loves studying. She's an academic. I always tell my friends and I always tell my mom that there's nothing I don't feel there's anything she can't do. <clears throat> okay, so on this particular day, of course, Mama has been studying, she had just come back from work. She was dressed in her like full white uniform, looking angelic, wearing her heels as usual, always on point. And she came into the main bedroom and she was just like slumped onto the floor. I'm like, hey, boy, mama, what's going on? And you're like, I passed. And I remember how excited we both were because you had passed wow. your, your exams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's also very, very inspiring. Mama, so, um, I'm sure you know me right now, but I'm a person who's very concerned with issues that involve like, um, like race, religion, and also, um, womanhood. I'm no longer a kid anymore and a grown adult. Can you share with me mm, how you've seen me evolving 
and what it is that you've seen like how do you think I've grown as a person and you know because I always want to make you very very proud and I think you give me room to be myself but we've never had time to sit down and have you articulate like how you see me through your eyes Sometimes I wouldn't understand it. So he would come and say, Who pussies? For a moment I wouldn't know. And then I would say, Oh, who's Zimi? Because at that time you were in a crib, in, in, in a incubator. Incubator, <coughs> yes. Then on the day of my discharge, a month after we had been in hospital. Strangely enough, being a nurse, but I started to panic. Because now you have to go home How with this child. How am I going to cope alone <laughs> at home? And the most unusual thing is that I had been working in a children's world for a long, long time. Mm. But it's never the same if it's your own baby. We went home. <laughs> home. Uh, everything went well, actually. We were feeling well. But for the first three months, the first three months were the worst months of my life. Because you would sleep peacefully throughout the day. And then at 10 p.m. when <laughs> I was just ready to go into bed, then you would wake up. Oh no, mama. Yes, yeah. I had to sit there, put you on. on hold you in my arms, put you on my back. At some stage, I even thought, is this a punishment because I've been complaining? But then, at the end of six months, we had this dramatic change. And then you would just eat your food, drink your water, and then sleep. I really started to feel the joy of being a mom. Yes, you were the best. You were so beautiful. Everybody was remarking about it. I won't ever forget these two men that I met in town. Right there in front of Joilani. And then these guys were coming. Were in the, you know, as we were, you and I were walking just past Shamlan. Joilani, these people were coming. Were walking towards us. And as soon as they passed us, now I could still hear, you know, how you can be loud. 
and this one man was saying yo if my wife would ever give me such a baby i would buy her a car mm, yes yes a push present <laughs> yes but mama that's a thing now but if your wife gives you a child you buy they, they're called push presents i know there's a friend of mine who got yeah her husband got her a car a mercedes benz yeah. so to all the guys who are listening hello catch a wake up it's 2021 <laughs> so mama i just want you know um i think i oh, i think it's natural for mothers to be in love with their daughters because i know like i'm very very obsessed with you as well and i always tell my friends oh are you my mom no my mom can do this my mom has that and um yeah truly i think you are like the epitome of imbogoto okay but that's just the second part of what i wanted to ask you um you've seen me grow like i keep saying what do you feel i I need to work on. I have a lot of anxieties, you know, being a millennial woman and not really knowing because I think people's life experiences are really specific to themselves. There's not always going to be a guideline because you know, people evolve, times evolve. Um what where do you think I lack the most? And also like just looking at this generation of women where do you think we lack the most if at all so you can start with me i don't know about other baby girls when you were a baby there was nothing that i wanted to correct uh, but as you grew up i started to notice something that actually has, has bothered me since those early days. You are one of the most impatient people I know. <laughs> uh, okay. You, you speak your mind. I only, I think I've only said That is still my concern. Really, Mama? Hey, well, not, not, not to me, but especially to guys, to boyfriends and all that. I feel that you, 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 in a way, you, you tend to scare people away. Mm. I don't know. I think I have said. Eh, uh, well, you have said. You have said. I've said, <laughs> don't speak anyhow to a person. Um, I don't know. I think, Mama, people's, and I don't know if it's a generational thing, you know, with like um, young women now not really, you know, wanting to take any nonsense from guys and moving through the world already defensive and ready to you know give someone a piece of your mind should they inconvenience you in the slightest way it's something that i am aware of mama and i do my best to be kind i think i am a kind person but in uh-huh. the but in the event you about umdan apulise then okay 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 so i hear you yeah 
but mama also we're living in the era of like independent women and all of that kind of stuff that narrative so abanya bandu may say but this independent woman stuff is you know women taking on masculine energy what do you think like women are trying to make themselves men and whatnot what's your position on this no i i, I don't have a problem with that but do you think it's masculine I, no it's not it's not uh the only thing is that uh, i think women in this day and age have moved from the olden days where they always had to be submissive uh, patient apologetic to my friends <laughs> not the n word <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I, i'm not saying i want to her to go there and be disrespectful i want her to be kind to be nice because even even in a home setting there are times when people become angry with each other that's mm. normal but I do want her, if she wants to go there, let her go there. Be respectful, be kind to people. But still, I don't want anybody to wipe their shoes on her. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Mama, on the topic of like things like uh, marriage and relationships and 
people like um, having to meet each other halfway. I said earlier that I feel that you are the epitome of what Imbogoto is. I was actually like writing about it in my journal the other day that my mom is so perfect. Um, she's a good person. She's a hard worker. She's uh, gracious. She's soft. She's gentle. I mean, I think you are, you've been like the ideal woman like what every man would want from the position that i am in right but at the same time you've exerted so much energy into like building this home so guys my uh, my mom was once married uh, my my parents ended up separating for whatever reasons but also like i think in picking a partner it's uh, it's very difficult mama because in the first place you don't know what this person is made of and no matter how much research you do on him um what time you spend with them you never really know the essence of somebody or who they can evolve you know evolve into so how how do you suggest knowing me and looking like me right now i'm also just uh sort of like trying to represent like my generation of young black girls how do we navigate relationships because who gets it right anyway i'm not wise enough when it comes to that because for instance in my marriage we had so many loving years no me and one my marriage i thought i thought for many years i thought that i had that but sometimes you don't even understand when the, 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 the ship started to sink. Mm. Um, I don't know. To me, it would seem to me. <laughs> I don't know if Ken Bogumbang said it right. But it would seem, I think the problem that I, 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 I've come across is that so unfortunate that uh, men in general okay they fall in love they get married and as the years go by they start to think that it is their right uh, to get involved with other so I've always said to people, maybe I'm not the right person to, to advise anybody because to me, there are things that are really, really non-negotiable. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I had in the end to, to get divorced, but I, I, I don't regret it because I know I, well, for years and years, I had done the right thing. Just proud uh, to say I was not the cause of the breakdown of that marriage. Mm. So yeah. it's a, I think, but it's a matter of communicating. And also, I feel that you need to to make uh, the spouse, your spouse, understand what is it that you are prepared to tolerate, and tell them about the things 
that he will never tolerate so that he knows exactly how to go about navigating this thing no mama i don't uh, i i have conversations with a lot of my friends and i think our mindset is evolving from you know um what we were taught growing up that you know you find a husband you get married settle down and you know happily ever after a lot of people and i'm also like of that school of thought that monogamy is just uh, it's just a myth i don't know i don't really know anyone mama to be honest who is just fully committed to their wives and like you were saying making reference to Utah I think he said something like at some point um because the rebellion he's always here he yeah. comes he comes home to 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 his family yeah and I remember like when I was young also just being very angry I don't think I had this conversation with you but just my logical mind was like this man it's not that he's cheating on my mom he's cheating on the family unit you know and that was my position and it made me quite upset but now ugh, as an adult mama i really don't think monogamy works like i can say right now quite honestly like if i were to be in a relationship with somebody and end up getting married it would be in my best interest not to be invested in the idea that he will never cheat on me because i don't and yes maybe i'm traumatized maybe and yes but mm-hmm. Yasmin, honestly. Yeah, once uh, I don't know how to respond to this, but yeah, all I want to say is that it's important to marry someone that you really, really love. Because if you were in love the way I had been in love, you will be able to tolerate a lot of things, mm. <coughs> or even overlook some of the things. Yeah. But then, it, 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 it like with me, it, it, it came to a point where I felt that who is this man? Yeah. I don't know this person. This is not the man I married. That was when I made up my mind to say, this is where I'm going to jump off. Mm-hmm. So... As I was saying, the, the important thing is love. Yeah. But I think another important thing is that is to is communication, mm. communication, ongoingly, so that whatever the one partner does, she or he would know almost accurately what the reaction and the outcome is going to be. Mama, do you think I will ever find love? <laughs> I'm sure you will. You know? <laughs> I'm sure you will. It's just that I always become scared of what would happen to that person. That person. So <laughs> I, I would need mama. to have a conversation with him. I will, Mama. But uh, are you sure? <laughs> I will, Mama. Are you sure? But we have time to see. I will, Mama. Then if he says yes, I would ask him, <laughs> I never told you this story, Mama. So I was dating this guy, a 
And so, oh, he was a musician. Oh, when I was in Cape Town, I think because of the environment that I was in, I was like really into like the arts and whatnot. <clears throat> so, okay, fine. There was one time he came over to visit me. Fine, get he slept over. Exen, I woke up. I went to the to the to the kitchen. I think I was going to to make tea. I just felt really annoyed that this person is in my space. I need to wake up, and there's a person here. The tata like his I took his little bag there that he was that had uh, his saxophone in, and the tata slang was like I was better part Just you only need a night better part. I come back up, that my my bedroom was right by the front door. So I put everything on the porch. Why? You need to leave. <laughs> do you see what I mean? I mean, yes, I do. But Mama, I think then I, I wasn't... Right now, I'm very, I move through the world very consciously and cautiously. You could have, you could have uh, gotten rid of him in a much gentler I know mama. using a much gentler method <laughs> uh, as the Englishman would say it's not what you say it's how you say yes mom I know I've said I'll try uh, this is serious I'll try throughout life not to hurt people mama do you think I hurt people I'm afraid so oh <gasps> Okay, in my impatience, have I ever hurt you? <laughs> no, of course you wouldn't hurt me. I love you, love me. <laughs> yeah, I do, Mama. I love you a lot. Yes, but oh, I'm always worrying about this impatience. Mama, you do know that I've got and, like and big plans to outspokenness. <laughs> it's something that I have heard. I would from... have really to sit down with. Sky, so that it doesn't get shot <laughs> too short. I mean, he will have made a very conscious and sober decision, don't yes, you think? but not not really informed. Okay, fine. Okay, mom, I get it. So now I want to talk about your hopes and dreams, okay? <clears throat> because as we evolve in our lives, we always have these like hopes and dreams. Some of them come into fruition, some of them don't. And right now. I'm at a point in my life where I feel like there were hopes and dreams that I've had, some of them that I still do have, but just seem out of reach. And I hate to say it out loud, but, you know, as you know, like just a little bit like during high school and a little bit of university, I went through a period where like my confidence was really, really crushed. And, you know, like I had like my own psychological issues that I was going through as well that I wasn't able to to deal with. And I feel like now, fortunately for me, because I happen to be surrounded by good friends who were uplifting, <clears throat> and you also were there for me, doing everything possible to get me into a better space. Now the challenge is, you know, I don't know, mm, mustering the courage to do the things that I want to, that I wanted to do. Because in some instances, it's like, oh, there's not enough money or, oh, there's this barrier or that barrier. But in some instances, really, it's just me not having the right psychology to do the things that I want to do. So do you feel there are things in your life that you would have liked to do that you've given up on or things that 
you want to do and are still set on pursuing them well as far as I'm concerned I think God has been kind because I think I've done almost everything that I had prayed for I was able to raise my children that was always my prayer I would always say because so in that sense I, I think my prayers have been answered um, mama I've said this to you before but I feel like all of your everything that you do is for your kids and and remember there was a time you went and, and saw well, that, that clairvoyant lady in Port Shepston mm-hmm. What? She said something that made so much sense to me. I was like, yes, 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 yep, 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 yep. What? Um, <clears throat> you need to start seeing yourself as yourself because you see yourself <laughs> as this person's aunt, this person's ch- uh, mother, this person's, you know, friend. What about you? Like, I mean, I know that you're you're an artistic person. You used to like not embroidery used to paint like cloths and whatnot yeah and that is my children are my life as much as my mother was my life motherhood changes the things that you aspire towards like do you think if I were to have kids now that the way I see the world would like shift almost uh, well I don't think so then. it's just that when you have a child you have this enormous love for that child that's all I know the only thing now that I still pray for and still waiting for is to see my grandchildren. <laughs> I hope the Lord will grant me that wish. God is kind, Mama. And one thing I know about God is that we are pendulum. Surprisingly enough, actually, um, so I will pay for this family here in Coxstad, you guys. Um, the one girl, Lo Papa Gakun. She calls me aside. She's like, hey, come with me. Come with me. I'm like, just wait. I'm still speaking to the sissies. Auntie, sissy man, just come. And she grabs me out of the room. Because she pulls me from that room. And she takes me to the to their private lounge, the kiddies' lounge. Auntie, sit down. So I'm like, what's going on? Auntie, okay. So, if you had to decide, do you want marriage or a child <laughs> and I felt it was such a deep question and also having it come from Coming nowhere from mm, yeah so I was like I definitely want a child um, 
I mean, I don't want to say it's something I'm, I'm working on because I'm not seeing anyone at the moment. And like I said to you earlier, Mama, like, I'm very... Not finicky, but... Critical. Mom. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, only because it's necessary, I guess. I just don't want to find myself in a situation that a lot of young South African girls, not even just South African girls all over the world, they will have kids with like the worst people. I don't want that. Or somebody who just comes from a terrible bloodline, you know, that you will never find out until you, the child is much older. But some people are insane, like you say. People, the Kondabantu are on treatment for psychological issues, whatever. They'll keep that from you. Here I am falling pregnant with Umdu by Umdu, who comes from a family of psychopaths or whatever. So, am I overthinking it? No, because this is something that happens all the time. But as you remember what I have always said to you, and I'm not even shy about it, all I've said is that Amen. <laughs> okay. Alright. Yeah. So well, no one is perfect, but yeah. at least <laughs> make a choice. Mm. Get to know the person. And be sure that you really want to walk in to, to take this journey with me. What do you think about polygamy, Mama? Yeah. I I don't know about that. I would never, never engage in that. I, I, I don't have patience with such things. Mm. So... <clears throat> I, I don't mind if it, if people do it. It's okay, as long as I'm not expected to be part of it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, lastly, just to wrap up, Mama. Um, I speak very honestly with my friends. I'm sure you sometimes hear us like laughing and giggling and tetanum over the phone in my room. Um, I'm very concerned about. Like companionship, like I know, for example, if I were to, <clears throat> excuse me, get married, I definitely would not like want a divorce. I think I'd do everything in my power to make sure that I don't get divorced. Because right now, I see you, my mom, I know you're very fulfilled in all the things that you do. You don't get lonely. You don't really, you're not a very, I don't want to say you're not sociable, but you enjoy your own company. But I really wish that you had like a partner and ideally somebody, like I wish you had my dad. But get, unfortunately, get that none of that happened. <clears throat> so, would you consider dating? Is there a point at which you feel like one shouldn't date? No, I've got nothing against dating. It's just that. So it's possible, Bubbles from Manila, a nice. That up until now, rich. I have man. not met the appropriate. And I got the mama now and look tame because what do Gamali say kitchen? So Nam, I need to give you a stern talking to. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not so. I'm not so. 
but I will try, I will try to be nice as this is what I am always preaching with you. Yeah. Yes, but you would have to be someone sort of special. And rich, mama. I want a rich stepdad. I keep telling you this. But anyway, it's mm. fine. Well, yeah, if he's rich. It's a that, bonus. That's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, lastly, mama. As somebody who is so I am at the age that you were when you first when you had me right mm-hmm. almost yes I want to know mama for everybody listening maybe it's just a couple of people if you were to advise them three do's in, in the life of a young woman and three don'ts trying not and don't be diplomatic of course you can just be completely honest just to advise people because we're always looking for, for advice from different people like how to be better individuals not necessarily better moms or better wives or whatever just people Don't be desperate. 
amen to that amen to that (laughs) okay mom so i think we'll wrap up well we've just wrapped up our first episode of zime and co and i hope everybody gets to enjoy it i'm glad you agreed to this i know it was spontaneous but it's something i've been (laughs) but thank you so much for coming on zime and co hopefully we'll get to see you again another time bye honey love you too mama Thank you.